So today's geo quiz starts with a song. The man behind the song is the leader of the country we want you to name. Prime Minister Hun Sen had the ditty written especially to celebrate his recent decree regulating fishing along the Mekong River, and the whole country is encouraged to sing along in a government karaoke campaign. Where's this taking place? Quick answer: Cambodia. Hun Sen isn't new to this sort of thing. The Cambodian premier has been issuing songs to extol his policies for decades. He even has a personal composer working for him. That's according to So Paul Eer, a Cambodian scholar and author. He's written about his own life, how he went from a pagoda boy without food or hungry to sitting in a big chair. He's written songs about Bun Rani, the prime minister's wife. Big theme is the rags to riches idea. Does that grab people's attention? Well, I think it uh, annoys them for the most part because they have to suffer through a daily sort of diet of of these songs. How long has this been going on, and is it meant to be a joke or serious? There's a long history of leaders in Cambodia writing songs. Sihanouk, who just passed away, the King Father of Cambodia. Wrote much nicer songs, I think,、uh, for Prime Minister Hun Sen. It's been happening at least since the late 1980s.、Uh, they went on the radio, and then uh, when uh, karaoke came about, they started being framed as karaoke songs on television. And it's not just karaoke, is it? At one point, I understand Hun Sen hired comedians to be part of his personal bodyguard. Karaoke comedians.、Uh, what what is this all about? If you can have a troop of comedians in your bodyguard unit, given the rank of, of say, colonel,、uh, which several are, they feel essentially employed by you, and they write jokes that are political and favorable to you as the leader. And do you think this has changed the nature of popular culture in Cambodia? Well, I think it has an insidious effect because people who are constantly exposed to songs that praise. The leadership's wonderful actions will eventually, I'm sure, feel that maybe there's something to it. And then all around them, the schools and bridges and healthcare facilities are all named after Hun Sen. Essentially, that he is helping you get education, get healthcare, and on top of this, get、uh, entertainment. There's internet now. There's satellite television. Do people have to listen to Hun Sen songs or watch his videos? There are more options, but of course, it's for people who can afford them. So I think、uh, in the city,、uh, people will watch cable television channels. But in the countryside, you know, eighty percent of Cambodia's population is rural.、Uh, they will rely for the most part on over-the-air、uh, radio, over-the-air television, and so they don't have much of a choice at all. You mentioned that the late King Norodom Sihanouk、uh, was also something of a prolific songwriter. What did he write songs about? Oh, his songs were about love, so he was a bit of a romantic. That sounds kind of sweet. It is actually. I think a lot of people listen to his music just because it is just very nice music, wonderful music, culturally I think valuable music. So Paul Eer is a Cambodian scholar and author. His latest book is Aid Dependence in Cambodia. Mr. Eer, thank you so much. Thank you very much. And if you want to see Cambodia's late king crooning goodbye to his nation, yes, he really did that, and I challenge you not to cry. We've got the video at theworld.org.
This is PRI.